All right, DJ and PK, it is time to hear from Joe Ingles. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK on the side is brought to you by Cypress Credit Union. There's the longest serving credit union in Utah. Cypress Credit Union is here to help with all your financial needs. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Hey, yeah! This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush! And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic. And certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show. (laughs) With DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Time to welcome in Joe Ingles. There are so many topics on the table, but first, Joe, how are you enjoying a little downtime? How are you enjoying a little break? Let's before we worry about the issues. Let's worry about Joe. I ain't got no. I ain't got no issues. I don't know what issues you got, but uh, I no. It's it's very nice to be honest. Um, got to spend. The whole day at home yesterday with the, the kids and um, got to drop, I just dropped Jacob at school, which I never really ever get to do, which was nice. And um, I mean, honestly, just to kind of be around the family as much as um, I love what I do, it's been, uh, and, I, and obviously this is every team, but it's been a, a bit more of a grind this year. And with the, the testing and all that, we have to test. So we, we do all our usual day of mornings testing and then we practice and then we have to go back and test at night between five and seven or whatever it is. So a, a lot more time in the car and out of the house. And um, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to use this week to, to actually spend some time with my, I felt like I haven't seen Jack's 15 weeks yesterday and I felt like I haven't even spent any time with him. So um, there'll be a lot of time sitting at home with, with the family. So for you, you staying out of the gym, staying off your feet completely this entire week? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, I said I'll spend more time with the family. I don't think I'll stop. Um, I didn't do anything yesterday, and, and um, I'm not doing anything today. But we'll kind of get back into it on the weekend um, slowly. Um, obviously, it's only a I think it's a week break we ended up getting. Um, so you don't want to. I mean, everyone's going to, we, we've all got specific kind of schedules to do. Some guys will do more than others. Some guys will do less. Um, obviously, Donovan, those guys have got a, a busy weekend and, and obviously playing the heavy minutes that they play is different to me. I mean, I, I feel really good up to this point. Yeah, I just want to, obviously, I guess for me, for, for everybody, but for me personally, I want to make sure I'm still in a good place come Thursday, Friday next week and, and ready to get back into it um, whilst obviously switching off as well for a few days. So we know you had to miss some games and it broke your Ironman streak earlier this year. Is a week off good for that injury or are you 100% and that thing's in the rearview mirror and it doesn't really matter? Uh, I'm gonna, to be honest, um, I think I'll always, at my age and the amount of games we play in our scheduling and stuff like that, I don't mean I'm in pain or anything like that, but I've got to maintain a certain level of 
exercise that I do every day. Um, I skipped them yesterday because I was exhausted. We got home at 3 a.m. and the kids ran in at 7 o'clock to wake me up and say good morning. So I missed it yesterday, but I'll, I'll do it today. Uh, I can do it at home and, and stuff like that as well. So um, it, it's something that I'll... Uh, I think there's a... Like I said to you guys kind of before, as you get older, you realise there's certain things that you enjoy doing for your body and that, that obviously make you feel good and um, these kind of exercises and stuff that, with my Achilles and my knees and stuff like that is just stuff that I I do every day anyway um, so I'll continue to do that through this break it's only a kind of 10 to 15 minute little routine and I can kind of do it anywhere really so we know what Rudy and Donovan said when they were on the Zoom call the other night after the Philadelphia game. If Joe Ingles would have been on the Zoom call taking questions, what would he have said? I probably would have gone, wow, have they been, have they been fined or will they get fined? I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I'm assuming they're going to get fined, but I haven't heard. Well, if they haven't, my fine would have already been out already. And if it was fined, it would be double whatever they're going to get. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's... I mean, you get a part of it, too, is the heat of the moment as well. And obviously, we felt like um, I'm going to have to tip the toe, tip the line here. Um, but, yeah, we, I mean, obviously, obviously, there were some things that went on that we felt could have gone more towards our way than the other way. But the part of that, too, is... Like you try and you try and kind of blank them out. You try and not not let them be a part of it or not let them affect you. But I mean, we're all humans, and things affect us. And we, we think some things go one way, and the other. Like it's just a. I'm sure they're sitting there saying Joe fouled me on this play, or, or Ben got fouled on this, or whatever it is. It's it's a hard. Um, it's a, I mean, we're all we've all got tough jobs, including them, but. Um, it is what it is. We'll uh, hopefully after the break, Donovan will calm down and we'll, we'll be back to playing basketball again. You know, I don't. Uh, I have never in my life looked at a two-minute report until um, until Thursday. That was the first time, and I'm 100 percent serious about this, Joe. The game's over. It doesn't matter what they say, and I, I hear about it third hand, certainly, but I couldn't be bothered to look it up. But I thought, well, this time I have to. This was too big a deal. And they list the, the correct no calls, the correct calls, and the incorrect calls. And the thing about refereeing is, A, they have to let some stuff go because it's entertainment and nobody came to see them blow the whistle. And B, they miss a lot of stuff. And they have the video links to the play. So on this report, you can actually... And you can Google it. Any fan can Google it. Any fan can look at this thing. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, it's out there. You can go and go. And there is a play specifically where, in the last two minutes, Donovan has to go in the backcourt to get a ball. And some people were wondering if it was over and back. And the refs missed two calls, and they got dinged for it. And one was Bullion traveled, and a hundred percent by the letter of the law, he did. He switched and/or slid his pivot feet, and they didn't call it. And uh, the defender was Ben Simmons. Ben kicked the ball, which real time I thought, I think Simmons kicked that. Um, but I wasn't sure because everything happens so fast. And so yeah. to a certain point, they A, can't call everything because it'll wreck the entertainment. And then B, they got to choose what to call and what not to. And they just miss stuff. And let's be honest, you guys are part of the problem because not you personally, because you're, you know, you're Joe Ingles and, you know, 
you're the guy. <laughs> but other players try to foul. My foul is going to be out there. Don't right, exactly. I'm going to use it. But other players try to fool the refs, and guess what? Sometimes they do. I think where I had a little um, compassion for you guys is you have to attack the hoop. You can't shoot 83 pointers. And when you do attack the hoop, I thought there were a lot of no calls. It could have been fouls. You could have been at the free throw line. They could have been in foul trouble. Certainly Conley early in the fourth quarter. So I get why that's frustrating, but there's a certain part of me that says, this is never changing. This goes back to Wilt Chamberlain never fouled out in the 60s. I mean, before you were born, this was going on, Joe. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's, it's tough at times. And, and I think, like, like you said, you, you don't want the referees to be involved that much that they're taking over the game. Like, mm-hmm. If you can referee a game and not be noticed and no one even really realizes you're there and the game's a good game, like obviously one team's going to be pissed off because they lost at the end of the day but you you want it to be you want the teams to decide the game you want Ben Simmons versus Donovan in a whatever like whatever the situation is you want that, that's what everybody wants like you said like you want it we, we want it to be free flying we want to get up and down like we um, I also think on the flip side there's calls that are I've never I've never refereed at any type of level so I'm not going to say it's easy but I feel like there's obvious calls that that should get called Kind of no matter what, no matter how free flowing it is, like that was a foul. Like I know there was one with uh, myself and Embiid where he he ran into me off a post move. I was going to go trap him, and he ran into me, and I I just assumed they were going to call a foul. Like I didn't know what the right call is. Like he swung through and kind of hit me in the chest, and we both I think he fell over. I fell backwards. I assumed they were going to call a foul on me. It, was a, it ended up being a no call. I don't know if it was on a report or no. I wasn't in the, the last two minutes. It must have been just before that. But so, like some of it is, I, I don't know. I, I thought they were, I thought they were going to call a foul. So some of it is what they see and and at the time. But yeah, I mean it, it's it's frustrating when you lose a game like that that you feel like you could have and, and probably should have won. Um, there's also things on our end if we just do things a bit better or don't have this turnover we, we probably get the win as well so um, I mean it's frustrating at times but like you said after the game what are we like what are we going to do <laughs> we're in the locker room we're not going to play another we're not, two minute reports not going to come out we're going to suit, suit back up for two minutes to replay those those possessions so um, yeah we'll, we'll keep playing the way we play, we'll keep attacking the hoop, we'll keep shooting our threes, we'll keep defending the way we defend, and um, yeah, hopefully we, we keep winning games. So, as we already said, the two stars come out and they were very vocal. Then LeBron and Durant picked them next to last and last. Le- LeBron says, I want height, and he picks Sabonis when Gobert is still out there. So there's all sorts of disrespect however much you want it from the Jazz perspective, this small market team, blah, 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 it's out there. How much really does that galvanize, if at all, the team? If I could swear on the radio show right now, I would, but I really don't give a... <laughs> uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Finish that off however you... Uh, whatever word you would like to put in there. Um, I mean, like, again, like, what are, what are we going to do? Like... You want me to text LeBron and tell him, ask him why he said, like, who cares what he said? Like, what is, like he's, not on, he's not on my team. 
yes, we realise how good a player he is and X, Y and Z, but they're not on my team. I hope that uh, Rudy and Donovan have a uh, have a really good kind of weekend or whatever it is, weekend away. Um, hope coach coaching his first uh, all-star game gets a, a hell of an experience. Maybe coach can bench him after he didn't pick any of our team. Um <laughs> But no, I mean, for me, it's all about our guys enjoying what they deserve. Donovan and Rudy deserve it. Obviously, we think uh, Mike should have been in there, but that is what it is. And and coach and, and his coaching staff, because we can... Obviously, we're out there, and I think coach said it himself. Like, we're the ones that kind of get out there and do what we have to do to win games and puts him in a position to win coach of the month, whatever, but... You got, I mean, you guys know and, and people closer to our team that have been around our team know how much kind of dedication and time and, and effort he's put in for seven years, not just this year. So, um, yeah, hopefully those those guys enjoy the, the, the couple of days that they're there and, um, yeah, then we'll get back into it after the break. You know, we talk about Quinn and uh, what he is like, and you've had some hilarious bits and all that, and you clearly really appreciate what he's done for a career. But the one thing that we've never talked about um, is inspirational Quinn. And I think sometimes that's what people do intentionally, but it's sometimes just how they are in the moment. And as much as the harping on the referees and all that gets old and it's not why I turn on basketball, i got to say, and I wonder how often this happens with you guys, he was so bleeping furious on a timeout with 10 minutes left of the game tied at 92. And he, the camera cuts to him just as he's flinging his arm. And there is no part of me that thinks he was mad at a jazz player. 100% of me thinks he was mad at a series of calls. And really, he was mad at a series of no calls. And I wonder, to what degree is he inspirational? When or how does he inspire you accidentally or on purpose? I mean... Probably more than not, really. Um, again, you guys have, have been around him and stuff. Like he, just the the time and the effort and the dedication and and everything. Like he he can. He's one of those. I mean, it's it's probably funny to say because I, I mean myself and Rudy and and Faith to a certain extent have obviously been here the longest. Um, but I've been here coming on seven years and and. Still to this day, I, I mean, I remember the first kind of chat I had with him and, and still to this day, seven years later, like when he speaks, you listen. Like it's not a, and I'm not saying that as in like he's like authority-wise, he's bigger than anyone or, or anything like that. But like, he's just one of those guys that when he speaks, you listen and, and he knows what he's talking about. And I've spoken about obviously like when he's individual with one-on-one with me, like the, the confidence that he gives you to go out there and, I remember games so many times that I've, he, he's called me in to sub out, like to sub someone in in the last two minutes or whatever it is. And I'm like, like, coach, I don't have it. Like, let, let player blah, 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 stay in. Like, they're playing well. Like, I just don't. And he's like, no, you, like, you're going to make a play or like, you're going to hit a three here or whatever it is. And obviously, a part of, of that is a little bit of luck because you've got to get the ball or whatever. But that confidence to, to like, he feels like he knows what he's doing and he wants to put me in or, or whoever it is for a reason. Um, and you're just like, like, hell yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to make, I'm for sure going to, like, then you get the ball and the confidence that he gives you to, to be in those situations. Um, but even not those situations, like listening to a scout, like you can see how 
how much time and effort and the dedication that, that his whole staff's put into that and and all of that combined. Like this, this is again, like it's kind of weird because for me, it's like it's every day. Like it's not. <laughs> you guys get the media might hear him in a in an interview or or they might catch him on the street prior to COVID and. But we we hear we get to listen to him every day. Like it's it's really cool to to be around a guy like that that's so dedicated and passionate and um, literally would do whatever it takes for, for for us to win a game. So with that in mind, Joe, do you take it as a personal sense of pride in that Quint Snyder is coaching in the All Star game because that literally means you have the best record? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's I I kind of went back and forth with him a little bit about this of, of congratulating him and, and for him it was like well it's, all, <laughs> it's kind of like this silly conversation of like no it's you like no it's you no it's you like he just kept saying that the praise of the team and obviously the dedication that we've put in as a team to, to play the way we're playing and um, defend the way we're defending and, and, and have the best record like there's no secrets that we've got the best record like, everyone knows that we know that um, it's cool, but it's not like what we want to do in the, the scheme of everything. So it, it's gone. And on the flip side, from my point of view of it, it's like, well, Quinn, like realize what you've done since you've like, we were a whole and no disrespect to anyone prior to this, but when I got, like, we won 20, I think it was 20, whatever it was, 25 games, 20 something games my first year. Like that's a, that's a, a big, uh, jump to where we are now i mean we've, we've won I actually, i've got no idea what our record is now but i think we've already won 25 games so like it, it, it's a credit to him for one for the jazz to sit him down seven years ago or whatever it was and, and actually sign him and then two for for the process to stick with it and i think it would have been very easy to to not throw in the towel but the frustration sets in you're winning 20 games it's it's not Extremely far. I remember doing. We did the same. I mean, back in you guys remember sitting at practice and so like, we did these same drills in the morning every day for probably the first three years. Defensive drills. This is how I want you to defend. We're going to do this. This is how I want you to close out. This is how like everything to the smallest details. And you know, I mean, obviously, a lot of the players that were there aren't here now. But the couple of us that are here, like we, we still remember it and, and we tell story. Like we joke about it with coach now um, about those days, but. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long time coming. So he, he should be obviously extremely proud, and I hope he does take a minute during the game or sometime there to um, to just kind of soak it in and, and appreciate what what he's brought to this organization. Just for the record, Joe, you have won twenty five games. You have twenty seven wins and nine losses. You win in seventy five percent of your games. <laughs> So. I had no idea what our record was, to be honest with you. How, how many guys on the team know that? Because the games are coming fast and furious. It's, you know, it's testing, it's practice, it's testing, it's game, it's airplane, it's testing, it's practice, it's airplane, it's testing. You know, and so it, how many guys know that you're 27-9? and nine? I mean, it's weird, I guess, because it is um, like you, you know, like, I, like I'm not, like I know I knew we were top. Like, I'm not saying that I've sat here and then oblivious to the whole world of what's going on. But, um, yeah, specifically, I had no, really no idea what we were. Um, but I, like you said, like, it's just, by the time we get here, test, practice, do whatever we have to do, recover, get home, eat, 
I go pick up like pick up the kids from school, and then between then and bedtime, it's like a zoo at home. It's just like crazy kids running around and whatever. And then kids go down. I've got to go back and test again, and then come home, have dinner with Renee, and then before you know it, you're going to bed again. So it's not like we're. I'm sure uh, it's obviously different. Like Donovan's going home and probably shooting zombies on his video game for a couple of hours or whatever. Like <laughs> there's definitely guys that probably realise more than than others, but co- coaches the same. <laughs> There's been so many times that coach will come in and be like, I don't know what our record is, but I know we're good. I know we're like top or I know we're like up there, um, which maybe he's just saying that to us. But like we, we know we're in a good position, obviously, but we've got a lot more to do. So the uh, the goal is a lot bigger than being top in whatever date it is now, middle of all-star break or whatever. Well, Joe, as we head into this time off, Make sure you give my love to Renai and the kids. <laughs> oh, no. I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> Why not another lay and the kids? <laughs> she might be listening anyway. You might you might have a. She probably won't be listening, but... Renee, enjoy Joe at home during this week, okay? <laughs> I'm sure she will. She'll probably be kicking me out. She'll probably be kicking me out to go back to the gym to the other. Well, when you leave and you hug everybody, just uh, hug the American kid first and a little longer, okay, for PK. Nah, you know what happened yesterday or the day before? Australian passport came through. Ah, there it is. We have it in our hand. The American passport is now in the basement, in the storage, in 11 bags that he will never find. Joe, did you ever hear Bruce Springsteen born in the USA? You can never change that, buddy. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to change it, but I can never acknowledge it. Wow! You get, whether you acknowledge it or not, it doesn't matter. It's I'm a fact. That my kid was, is not American. He's Australian. He, born in the USA, Joe, the greatest <laughs> country in the world. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll lose those documents and just keep his Australian passport. No one will ever know. <laughs> never know. You'll lie to him. You were born in Melbourne, Utah, of all places. <laughs> Holy cow! I know that's crazy, right? Oh my gosh! Hey, with with Donovan and uh, and Rudy getting drafted last, are they insulted by that? Do they think LeBron was messing with him because uh, you know he's the big dog and he didn't want he doesn't want any young guns coming for the crown? I mean, I hope they haven't overthought it. Like, I know Rudy won't because Rudy doesn't really overthink too much. But um, no, I don't think they would overthink it at all. I think it's. Again, it's just one of those things that, like, not that they're just happy to be in the game, but they've, they've I mean, it's obviously a hell of an achievement to, to do what they've done and, and, and get on that team and, and play in the All-Star game. So I think um, at this point, I would hope they're, uh, I don't even know where they both are. Wherever they both are, they're enjoying their break and, and getting some rest and um, probably laughing about it a little bit, and then they'll, they'll go and enjoy the weekend. All right, Joe, you enjoy your uh, time off, and we will talk to you again next week when you get ready to rev everything up. We will. Appreciate it, guys. All right, thanks, Joe. Joe Ingles, there he is. Renee and the kids. Do you ever get tired of saying that? No, it's fun. (laughs) Renee and the kids. (laughs) It's fun, man. Again, Joe comes through. They're not even playing this week. Boom, he shows up. Yeah, it would have been easy for him to uh, say I need some downtime. Lots of people would, but Joe doesn't, and he's here, and we appreciate it. The Joe Ingles Show is brought to you by Cypress Credit Union, where your future is our future.